You're tuned into the new Old Heads podcast, premiered every Thursday at noon at bringingdowntheband.com and brought to you by No Bad Ideas, Coleman Dental, Printfinity, and Indie CD and Vinyl. Support the new Old Heads by visiting our Patreon at patreon.com slash newoldheads. Episode 122 of the new Old Heads podcast. I am Major 7. I make beats and I'm still working on a new tagline. Longevity, how are you, sir? I'm well, Mike. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Good to see you as always. Yeah, you too. I like that shirt. Uh, where can you get that? Is that something new you got coming out or what's going on? Uh, kind of. I okay. made some test runs of these about a year ago just because I was curious. Uh, I released it with my Love Redefine project. Very good album, by the way. So, um, yeah, I have a whole bunch of them on my on my website. There's like hoodies and stuff like that. And, but nice. Yeah. Love. Longevity.com. Hey, hey, got to support Support your uh, local artists out there trying to get that get that guap. In the corner, fresh to death as always, DJ J. Diff. Salutations. How are you, man? I'm good, man. You okay? I'm all right. Okay, How you good. doing, man? I'm all right, man. Good to see you as always. That's what's up. How the family uh, doing? Family's good, man. They they love you. So, right? Yeah, it's good. That's what's up. Good. Well, Thanks I'm, for asking. Yeah. I'm going uh, <laughs> to subtly, subtly place this merchandise okay. that people just won from our... Uh, Yes. Giveaway, just so people can realize that we have giveaways. That's yeah. what's up. To my immediate left, the incomparable DJ Spools. Hello, Michael. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm I'm doing good. Good to see you as always. You too, man. Could you do me a favor, please? Well, you can't yeah. do it now because you got your hoodie on, but he has a sick Bulls hat on. Like It's got the Bulls patches on the side and everything, but I got to give Spools his props when he, when he fresh to death with the hats. Thanks, man. It's a dope hat. So you do rep for your... Uh, I like to buy um, your bulls and your bears. Yeah, the teams I like. Yeah, pretty much. You, you I'll them. occasionally like if I like some another like just someone's hat. Yeah, I'll occasionally get it, but for the most part, it's Bears, Bulls, Cubs, and uh, Notre Dame. Little Not BBC, huh? What's that? Little BBC action. <laughs> <laughs> I see you. I see you, Terry. You're a weirdo, my friend. Hey. <laughs> I like call him how I hit. I feel you. I feel you. You did hear it your own way, my friend. I did. <laughs> and you can take that BBC any way you want. I feel you. Dang, dude. Let's leave that up to it's the people life. that's watching. What it, a start. It's, it's your life. <laughs> I see you over there with the, uh, the Nautica joint as well, too. I didn't get a chance to, you know, as I was leading in. I see you, though. You said you saw me when you right. I didn't mention the Nautica, though, is what oh, I'm saying. That's cool. Expensive takes. I like it. Okay. In the building as well. Red August, aka Cameron Mike, is in the building. How are you, sir? He can't speak. That's even better. Jay Moore is in the building as well. St. Louis is in the building. You'll hear him laugh throughout the course of this show. You'll hear both of them laughing throughout the course of this show. So they are I mean, in the maybe. Perhaps. Depends on how the show goes. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Tell this. All right. So episode 122. I'm getting bad with these numbers, man. We've been, we've been in the game for a minute. So, you know, I appreciate y'all keeping me on my square with the names because I would have been like 129 or some dumb shit like that. So I can admit when I'm wrong. I definitely was about to be wrong. All right. So. All right. Yeah, man, no problem. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all finished or y'all done? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get going. Let's get going. All right. So. Uh, we gonna do, we got to do this, don't we? What's that? Yes, let's go ahead and take care of any uh, uh, announcements that we have, or if anybody has anything popping this week before we get started. J.D., if you got anything popping this week that's coming up in the future. One after work is tonight. Okay. 
Thursday. Uh, from 7 to 11. Okay. Then after that, you can go. Well, actually, Jay Moore is hosting both Wine After Work and Tiki Bob's. Nice. Which he does every Thursday. So that's what's going on, man. Yeah. Saturday okay. nights is lo-fi, or, uh, lo-fi hip-hop Saturday nights with David Peck. So okay. now newly... Oh, yeah, and of course, Back to the Future is uh, Friday night at uh, Hi-Fi. Hosted, I'm assuming, by Jay Moore as well. Jay Moore as well, and uh, the Friday event, and I mean, I'm kind of a Decademics representative, of course, so, you know. That you are. um, Decademics is now on, is a co-sponsor for Lo-Fi Hip Hop Saturday nights, but uh, the Back to the Future event is a Decademics event, so come out and see some uh, multi-genre formats clashing together with DJs and stuff. It's a very cool dance party. That's what's up. That's what's up. I actually will be in Chicago Friday. I've been added to the uh, the bill for the Benny the Butcher show. Griselda will be in the building. Gonna be rapping in the city. I'm not rapping. Uh, <laughs> I might insert Cameron gift. Yeah, get spo- him to get up there and rap. No, yeah, I might have a 16. We'll see. Um, but uh, hmm. a friend of mine is a part of the um, group of people that are actually bringing him here. Il Brown is actually going to perform. He was supposed to do a B set, and I talked to him. He's like, "Yo, we should rock out." Talk to my man Gino. Shout out to him and the Bigs for Chicago. Uh, and it looks like Il's, Il Brown and I will be sharing a beat set before that show starts. Shout out to Vic Spencer as well, Fillmore yeah, Green, for sure. Rashid Hadi. They will be in the building as well. So that's gonna be a good. That's gonna be a good time. I'm a Griselda fan. Yeah. You know, we talk about them. Spools is a Griselda fan as well. Um, we all pretty much, for the most part, you know, respect them and 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 what they bring to the game. So it'll be good to get a chance to see those guys rock. You know, hopefully get a chance to chop it up with them. And, you know, you never know what happens in those types of environments. So I'm really excited. It's going to be a good time. Yeah, t- yeah, take, your, take your stuff up there and interview them, won't you? Oh, yeah. We're going to try. And, yes, yeah, thanks again, Mike, for uh, inviting me to come up there with yes. you. Yes. I'm psyched. Um, big fan. And I've never seen any of these guys, any of the um, Griselda Cats live. So this will be my mm. first time. So Yeah, man, I know. Uh, and I, I think we should. I mean, we'll – I'm coming back. I think Mike's staying, but I can – let me take some equipment. Taking uh, Oliver the Outback, man. <laughs> <laughs> There's room. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. So yeah, that's. I think is that every. I think we got everything. So did we cover everything? Yeah, I think so. I mean, okay. it'd be cool if Benny the Butcher came here, though, right? Man, that would be dope, man. It's tough to get them bookings, though. You know, yeah. you got to go through the proper channels. You got to yeah. get the venue. You know that what would saying? be cool. Yeah, insert Cameron give. Yeah, mm. that's what yeah. else? Yeah, yeah. It's, it, there are steps. Uh, in order to make these things happen. So, you know, perhaps if you get together and join on some Voltron type shit, perhaps it can get done. Perhaps. Perhaps. All right. <laughs> so, all right. This one is interesting. Uh, it's a sports feel, but it also has a, uh, a legal feel as well. Robert Kraft has been out here in these streets, apparently. He's the oh. owner for the uh, yeah. New England Patriots who just came off. Their sixth Super Bowl kind of made me sick, but I got to respect them. I'm saying they took care of the Rams. But he is facing charges of misdemeanor solicitation of prostitution uh, after he was videotaped twice paying for a sex act at an illicit massage parlor. And this is per the police. It says per police in Florida. This was last Friday. There are 25 people that were involved in the alleged solicitation. At the this place is called Orchids of Asia. It's in Jupiter, Florida. Now keep in mind, uh, awesome. Keep in mind, he donated a hundred grand 
to a Massachusetts anti-sex trafficking group back in 2015. You should have knew he was getting handies then. <laughs> I mean, straight up, if he just decides to donate money, is trying to keep the cheat out for himself. Is that what it was? Yeah. So, no. here's my thing, man. I, I don't... <laughs> first of all, he got a lot of papers, so I'm not sure, you know, why he's out here in these streets like this with all that paper. But, I mean, he's grown, so... I ain't mad at him. Let that man cook. Huh? He decided he wanted to go get him a handy. Oh. So Old-fashioned. You, you, so, you with, you with that whole prostitution movement or no, what? I'm not saying I'm with it. Okay. But if they, if they were... <laughs> If they were willing prostitutes, willing, yeah, I mean because there are willing prostitutes out here, are okay. there not? That's fair. I'm not mad at that. If if they want to sell themselves for a little dollar, two, three, whatever, hell, I don't know what they charge. And he decided to buy some. I hope more than three dollars. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> he wanted a little dirty pop. You know what I'm saying? As long as it's not like a forced, you know, trafficking yeah. thing. We don't want to do mean, that. You know. we, we ain't about that. Yeah, I'm I'm cool on the whole, like you said, forcing people yeah. into prostitution. But if there was a willing and able prostitute, willing and able, okay, that decided to give a massage with a happy ending, <laughs> I'm not mad at him. Okay, okay, that man live. Good to know how you feel, Spools. Um, let's let's take it from the angle of how do you think Goodell. And, and the homies are going to come down on him. Do you think the embarrassment? I think the embarrassment alone is going to be tragic for him, but he could, like, get suspended for – Can you you think they can do a year? Like, can they do a, sure, a full not? year? They, they yeah. suspended Jim Irsay for, what, eight games? I think he year? had eight. Yeah, he had eight games. And, what like, what's do? that? Copios. I was, I was – uh, well, he got pulled over, and oh, he had right. all the, the bunch of – yeah. He had like a hundred. Oh, he had a whole bunch of cash on him. Yeah. I don't remember. Anyways, but uh, um, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. But I was talking to some friends about this last night. Um, like, if he does, like, who cares? Yeah, that's fair. He's the owner. Like, what's that mean? Like, exactly. You know, <laughs> like so. No, but it, w- it will be interesting. I'm sure he will get suspended. And um, yeah. I don't know. It's just kinda, one of the reports came out and said that he went twice in a in less than 24 hours like the same day as <laughs> yeah. the AFC, like the game they played against the Chiefs or something like that. He needed a little relief. Okay. Have you seen I'm, abducted in plain sight? Yes. He needed a little <laughs> relief. Lord. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I don't know what to tell y'all to his point he is the owner so it ain't like, you know. And I don't to Terry's point too to if um like the non-forced yeah, legal sex the I guess legal sex trade or whatever. Uh, which does exist in Nevada. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, you know, as soon as you get to uh, Las Vegas, when you're walking down the strip, uh-huh. they slapping them cards in your face, telling you to go here. You know what I'm saying? See, I'm not my thing. Never been to <laughs> Vegas, but and just like it's not my thing. But like, if that's what, yeah, you know, I don't, you know, like like the same as Terry, I don't have a problem with it. But that's not what was going on here, and sounds like it's. Um, like him just getting a couple handies is like the tip of the iceberg for this place. I guess it is part of some sort of sex trafficking ring or something. That's yeah. the part. That's, yeah. Well, yeah, that changes it. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. We know who his best friend is. So I'll be interested to see how this is played out uh, from a coverage standpoint as well. Just leave Meek alone. I mean, I he, it's funny that you said that because he's with Cardi B. He's with Meek. He's on all of this, you know, prison just, reform I'm type not stuff. Him. And then, I'm saying 
don't anybody try to bring bring Leaky Leaky. into this shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I can dig that. I just found it funny or weird that all this stuff comes out now as he is aligned with all these rappers and stuff out here. Now it's like oh, all of a sudden he out here in that prostitution. So I don't know, man. We'll we'll see. Long, do you have anything to add, or is there? You know, is it you pretty much the same thing, same way across the board? No, I don't really have anything to contribute. All right, I mean, thank it's you. uh, <laughs> no, I you know, he got caught. Yeah, doing some weird shit. Or I don't even know. I actually didn't even pay attention to it. So I was like, oh, well, that sucks. I wonder if it's because he's helping. You know, people like Meek Mill out. <laughs> uh, you know, like I'm with Terry on the part about. Make sure we don't bring Meek in. We don't want nothing to say got nothing to do with Meek. Nothing. Leave Meek out of that. So we'll see, man. And he's out here hanging with Meek Mill and now he gets caught doing this. Interesting. Mm. Uh, I'll just say that. Quite he interesting. Got caught red handed. Yeah. Getting a what? Jagging red. off. <laughs> red palmed. <laughs> Come on, man. He's getting old fashioned. Old fashioned. She retched around and gave <laughs> I hope so. Yo. Shout out to people that say retch around and fetch me one of those old fashions. Why don't you? Yeah, I grew up with people that said retch around. So yeah, that's old school. That's country. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah it's very country. All right. So <laughs> let's go to the homie Spike Lee, who actually you know got his first Oscar. I'm hype about that because Spike been dropping heat for years, low key. So thirty. So it's good for him to you know finally get uh, to get that trophy. He won for best uh, adapted screenplay for Black. I think it's pronounced Black KK Klansman. No, just I, Black Klansman. Black Klansman. Okay, I hadn't seen it, so I don't know. Y'all can laugh. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I have not seen it. Don't know how to pronounce it. So how don't did know. how did you read? <laughs> That's when, what it uh, says. But when uh, so when when Ice Cube dropped America's Most Wanted, how did you read that? America's Most Wanted. Okay. So when Spice One dropped America's Nightmare, America's Nightmare, it wasn't America because Nightmare. <laughs> I haven't even seen it, so I don't. I don't know what to tell you. I was just hyped for Spike. Like I'm sorry. Like I've had this edict, sorry personal for? edict to like not rag on you as much. But what do like, you, you just what do you, step into it, bro? Like, what are you was, sorry for? It's all good. It's gonna come back around. That was, oh, Lord. <laughs> no, it's not because I'm not gonna say something like that. Like fair <laughs> enough. So. <laughs> But have you have you even seen it? I didn't see. Yeah, it. I saw it. Tell me about it because I didn't. Oh pee. goodness, my it stomach hurts. It is about hurts. shot the morals too. Uh, was it a cop? Undercover cop. Yeah, a black man was hired at this uh, police force, and it was in a rural, more white area okay. where he was working at, and he was hired there, and he decided to pretty much call the KKK or try to get a membership or whatnot. And it actually started working. So he convinced the department to start investigating them. And they kind of went from there. Oh, okay. You have to check it out. That's what's up. Yeah. I got to peep it. I will peep. He actually still has his, his card, his clan membership card. Oh, word. In real life. Yeah. Okay. And then after the case was over, the police chief or something decided that they couldn't talk about it. They pretty much got rid of all the records and stuff of it, but now it's coming out. I don't even know I, how many joints you think Spike missed out on in terms of. To me, Oscars? he has a lot of deserving films. Yeah, like deserving projects. Malcolm, well, X. Malcolm, I was gonna say X. Yeah, X what for it sure. Go, what it go up against that year? 
uh, Good Driving Miss Daisy is the one that won that year. Yeah, I always How forget about that. I always forget. <laughs> I always forget what they go against. Like I can't ever remember. But um, I love to do or do the right thing. Do the right yeah, thing was classic. I just don't know. I can't remember what else came out that year. Who's in driving? Was that Morgan Freeman? Yeah, Freeman yeah. In that one. Yeah. yeah. That was like one of the last roles that Esther Rowe played in, too. She was in that movie. You oh, guys ever seen call. The 25th Hour? I have not. Nah. Nah. I'm pretty sure he directed that, and it's How? extremely good. It Edward, sounds, really fam- sounds really familiar, so probably. Ed Norton was in it, and um, one of the actors that just died in the last couple of years with three names. Phil something. Philip Seymour Hoffman, yes. There we go. Yep. Okay. He's in it, too, but... I mean, he's got a lot of movies under his belt. Um, he had the love hate joints on. He did. That was dope. Dope pair of threes too. Gold flake threes. Like, Didn't he direct uh, White Men Can't Jump? No. No. Yeah, I don't think mm-hmm. he was on that one. He had a good joint with uh, Denzel. Inside Man was dope. That mm-hmm. was a good movie too. You can usually I always tell Spike Lee's uh, cinematic movies because he always has the the moving camera. Yeah. Whether like on the train or. Or whatever they call it, and they're just moving, yeah. like gliding and stuff. Now cool. Spike's a beast, man. Everybody slept on more better blues, but I was I was there for Bleak. Jungle Fever. Wow, Jungle Fever was dope. She's yeah. got to have it. What yeah. you guys think of Chirac? I didn't see it. I never saw. I, it. I heard that was good whack. things about it. I didn't hear, it, hear I, any yeah, good I heard things it was about whack. that. Yeah. yeah, did not watch it. Mm-mm. Yeah, I was cool on that. The reviews. That he finally got one. It is ironic, though, that um, when he should have gotten it, Driving Miss Daisy won. Right. And then fast forward to this year when he actually gets one. Yeah. And then the movie that wins Best Picture is Green Book. Man. Green Book's a good movie, though. I don't know what it was up against. I don't know what that movie is. Uh, Green Book was pretty much a, a publication put out in the uh, deep south back in the uh, like 50s 60s for uh, African Americans that were traveling so they would know which okay. gas stations I and what restaurants you're about and places they could go to and be served uh, so the movie itself is about um is an Italian American fella that's yeah. driving uh this eclectic artist around who happens to be black um he's driving them through the south and for 2 months he's like a Tour. He's like the tour driver slash. Yeah, I don't know. What was that up against? Was Black Panther in there? Black Panther. Wow. Uh, Black, Black Panther Man's wasn't Man. that good. No, Black Panther was very good, in my opinion. It was good. I knew it wasn't going to win. I, I didn't think it would though. win either. I but I'm just that. trying to figure out what it was up against. You know, what I'm saying like, what, uh, what else the was in there. Uh, I'm not sure. A lot okay. of times, I find out about these movies once the Oscars drop. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So True. there'll be movies that I miss. Like, for example, Sicario. I didn't know anything about Sicario until oh, really? the Oscars came out. And the then I was like, let one? me check this movie out. Yeah. It's an incredible movie. I know. Yeah. It was real dope. But, I went to the um, theater and saw that one. Well, yeah, I bet that sounded real well. It was awesome, dude. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's dope, though, that Spike won. Shout out to Regina King, too. I can't yeah, remember what indeed. she won. Marshall Ali, he actually won for uh, Green Book. Nice. As best supporting actor, Regina King been nice for a minute though. If you uh, think yeah, about she it, she's been getting money since two two seven days. <laughs> Jay Moore she, had to tell me. Uh, I, I try. I start calling her. I called her Judy on accident. I, man, you think it family matters, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know they hid Judy upstairs. She never came back. They did. You know, 
She ended up, uh, yeah. She might still be there. <laughs> nah, she ended up. Yeah, she ended up. Throwing that thing in a circle for a little yeah, while. Yeah, she was out there in them crease for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, but shout out to Lester. She woke up, though. She good. Yeah, she did. Shout out to Lester, though. Lester made sure everything was all right on 227. So, uh, Jay Moore finds a way to hate on Lester and his contributions to that home. We ain't going to talk about Lester because he ain't here to defend himself on Fair his enough. Lester. Fair theory. enough. So. I just don't like how Jay Moore be kind of shitting on him. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, on the on the uh, Oscars though. So what happened with the uh, the uh, the speech, Spike Lee's speech? Oh man, your boy was back at it. Um, so Spike says, "Let's be on the right side of history. Uh, make the moral choice between love and hate when the two when the election comes back around." So your boy was had the Twitter fingers, 45 that is, and he says this was a blatant or racist it was a racist hit on your president and then he made a tweet about how he's done more for black people than anybody any president ever prison reform uh basically gassing himself up and then he deleted the tweet so just by spike saying that it got deleted yeah i didn't even i this is the first i'm hearing of all this he turned he turned that he turned him saying let's make the right choice love versus hate i'm paraphrasing here it turned that into a racist hit on, the, on your president. That's what does what that? Said. What does that tell you? Tells me that the president is an idiot and he's on Twitter too much, responding to stuff that has nothing to do with him. That's what I think. Yeah, but he's also being defensive about something that. Well, I mean, I guess he did say he was talking about the election and voting. But do you right? have? But do you have to respond to everything that everyone says about you? Absolutely. That's my thing. Absolutely. Oh, you do. Okay. Yeah, yeah you do. Well, he As does. That, he does a great job. As a president, <laughs> you have to do everything. At least social media wise. You know, you yeah. don't. Have, you don't have to address like policies and stuff. A racist right? hit, yeah. though. That's that's how we gonna play it. I mean, he thinks everything is racist. Thank you. I mean, remember when uh, Blackish first came out? Yes. And he had a tweet talking about uh, how the. The name Blackish is racist. I mean, there's no whitish. <laughs> yeah, he, he's yeah. definitely that that cat back he's in the that day guy. when Black History well, Month. Well, we got no around. white entertainment yeah, television. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when Black History go. Month rolled around, it was like, why isn't there any White History Month? Yeah, it's like really. Hey, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but he need to just on the on the Twitter. He need to just chill, man. Like. He's not going to. Not we got to remedy that another way because we pretty much say the same shit every time he tweets something. Yeah. Uh, what can happen? What What is the ultimate thing that can happen to Trump for tweeting? What should we do about it? Get, uh, you know, ironically, are you talking about what we can do? Yeah, what can we do about it? Hmm. Hmm. Like, what do you mean, what can we do about it? What can we do about it? Unfollow him. Can't I don't follow, follow him. I, don't I mean, follow anybody, he has got, he's got millions, I think. If we do all every but boy, if, like, if you really wanted to hurt, like really wanted to get at Donald Trump, uh-huh. that would deflate his ego one hundred percent. So I I was recently watching a clip from you guys know who Jack Dorsey is. He's the guy who owns or one of the co-creators of Twitter. Oh okay. And I saw him on the Joe Rogan podcast talking about. Um, they were talking about how this guy Sam Harris was uh, started this campaign to get the president banned for violating terms of service on Twitter. Damn. And Jack Dorsey was talking about, well, it's they have a clause written written in to Twitter to where like, um, you can t- essentially violate certain things, but as long as it's um, important for public interest, they'll let allow that account to be there. So it's like they want. 
um, they feel like people should be informed of how this person is and how this person moves right across the line. I, was, I thought that was interesting that they have that written in for something like that. So technically, he's going to be on Twitter, which means that we probably can't do anything about his Twitter account unless they said unless he makes like an attack, an like an, an attack at someone specifically. Oh, okay. Like he can say some stuff stupid shit about nuclear war in North Korea or some shit. But if he says, "Oh yeah, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna stab this guy in the face and or something," then then it's different. If it's personal versus like that. You know, and Which, as 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 nuts as he me. is, or whatever, I'm sure he's aware of that too. So I, I bet he knows he's aware of that line. You know, like I I know the <laughs> what's the dumbest, craziest thing I can say that'll get the biggest right. reaction, but right. it won't get me kicked off Twitter. You know, like I'm, to yeah. Spool's point though about the unfollowing that would kill him. Man, wouldn't a it? lot of people just <laughs> somebody like hacked his account, and just deleted it. Dude, if he lost, let's say three fourths of his followers, he couldn't take it. Like is he on the gram? I'm not. So I don't know. I don't know. think so. If he is, I don't follow him. So I couldn't tell you. Yeah, it's. Uh... That was Jay Moore in the background laughing at me saying the gram. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Jay Moore, man, St. Louis. Let's talk a little music. Uh, shout out to Memphis. You know the locations. Orange Mount. Tell them about your uh, your journey through Memphis. My journey through yeah, Memphis through Project right. Pat. Oh yeah, over the weekend. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell them about that. How'd you like it? First of all, um, I started to receive multiple messages with Project Pat music being played. There were videos, short video clips. Someone was driving, <laughs> continuously playing an entire album. Uh, of that was actually Pat. more than one album. Oh, there was more than one album. Yeah, because okay. he has more than two songs. Mike, I couldn't tell you. You but, set uh, that up like a horror film. Yeah, it, was, it scared me when I kept getting these videos of a pro, of Project Pat. Mm-hmm. But so yeah, somebody kept sending me those. I'm not gonna put him on blast. Um, and I guess that was my schooling for Memphis and what uh, good representation of Memphis rap is. Whoever did that sounds like a good guy. Good guy, stand up yeah. fella. He probably is a good guy, stand up guy. But yeah. uh, didn't go over too well, man. I, I found a couple joints that uh, I knew, and I w- I didn't want to say that I knew that are dope. So I'll admit that I found a couple of joints that I knew. Overall, though, his his discography discography is probably trash for okay. the most part. But okay, that's just me now. Nope. <laughs> Good effort by that young okay. man for sending me the, sending me the, the joints. Though I appreciate yeah. that. Didn't go over too well though. I'm gonna come on your job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an academic fool. Hey, shout out to Pat though. You know. Yeah, you he you're getting man. that bread. Orange performing. North Memphis. Yeah. And like, the skits for the weekend. Yeah, yeah. shout out to the homie the Sticks. Speaking of which. Yeah. yeah, yeah that was a good time. Because that happened while yeah. you were heading over to Skits's, right? Yeah. yeah. He was getting his education on Project Pacto. Yeah, probably 10 to 12 videos. Yeah. Full education. So yeah. shout out to, <laughs> shout out to, <laughs> shout out to Skits, yeah. That I'm buying bad. tickets next time he comes in town and you're going. Okay. We should all, we should all go. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't Can't, you say E forty was here this weekend? E forty is going to be here Thursday, next Thursday. Next Thursday. Oh, hold on, when is it? What's today? Yeah, next Thursday. Yep, on yeah. the seventh. I'm with that. Now that will be a show I'll be interested in going to see because I fool with forty water. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I might be able to actually go to that. I thought yeah. it was actually okay. 
Uh, next one. I wonder if he's going to do all 46 songs from his recent pro- project. <laughs> I hope so. I, hope I think so. the block, <laughs> each block brochure probably has, I don't know, man, what would you say, Spools? Maybe is it double, each one is double disc. Is that right? The block brochure? He's got like four of them. Am you I saying brush, brush, brush? Block brochure. He might have put four out, like, oh, like all, no, sharp on all four corners was okay. four discs. Four. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of music. And that was like 48, nine songs or something like that, I think. But yeah, then he's done two. I don't know, man. The guy's got like he over be dropping, 30 albums. He be dropping Dilla style projects. But you know, Dilla's songs yeah. was like one one minute, one and a half. Yeah. He 40 be having full length songs. <laughs> you talking about the beat tapes? No. Yeah, on, on oh. Dilla beat tapes. Yeah. A lot of, lot of, you know what I'm saying, loops. Yeah. But it's over kind of quick, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, 40 be having like two verses, a bridge. Another hook and a ride out saxophone solo at the end. It'd be like four minutes and 40 seconds. 38 of those. You know what I'm saying? He ain't playing. Hey, shout to E40, man. He's one of my favorites of all time, man. 100%. He's definitely a legend. Anybody that says E40 is not a legend, you are sadly mistaken. Especially people that think that, uh, who would you say, Pastor Troy is better than? Uh, Project Pat. Yeah, so. I digress. Go ahead, Spools. Oh, I was just saying, just a unique style. Yeah. Well, Forty always had a very unique style. He still does, you know. So. Seemed like a good dude too overall. So smart I seen a man. meme that said very that, smart. Uh, he's the first rapper to rap in cursive. <laughs> That's I funny. love that. That, that yeah. yeah okay. I'm actually not mad at that. That's true though. Yeah, shout out to Forty Water Man. So, uh, R. Kelly. Um, the walked, Pied Piper the, Yeah You can say that <laughs> <laughs> Thank you Thank you Jay Diff uh, He walked out of jail On Monday After he, being bailed out uh, He's still patrolling McDonald's Don't do that long Playgrounds uh, Don't do that A uh, <laughs> hundred grand A hundred grand Was put up uh, For him He did He played not guilty He didn't even have his own Hundred thousand though That's Man that's tough Goddamn shame That's tough Uh, So Where's all his money Good question In brothels Wow (laughs) Has it been Like it hasn't been like Seized or frozen Or anything like that Has it Like it's I mean not seized But it hasn't been frozen Has it I mean Uh I thought he had like Crazy money. He should. He should. Yeah. He doesn't have the rights. Is it just music. another like MC Hammer type thing or every well, MC other rock Hammer star? when he said he was broke still had some meals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with dude. Maybe right they're on, tied up in investments. He doesn't own his his. Uh, Time his to music. liquidate a little. He yeah. doesn't have anything to sell. <laughs> yeah. Man, it's goodness. a tough situation, man. That's a tough situation. I thought he owned like a lot of his own publishing and that's like, what his I own thought. originals. And yeah. I, that's what I thought, but yeah. I, I am off. For him not to, for the amount of joints that he has to not own any of that, that's crazy, man. Like that's that's tough. So there was a lady that put up the bill. If first of all, let me backtrack. Female fans, as soon as they, as soon as he turned himself in, there were female fans. That raised uh, five hundred thousand dollars in six hours. Ain't that about a bitch? On a GoFundMe, but it was taken down for women. The possibility of being fraud, fraudulent. Five hundred thousand dollars in six hours to get this fool out of jail, man. Are you serious? How old were they? I did not see that. I don't want to. I didn't. I don't want to say the wrong thing. I did not see that. When you're saying teenage, how are we talking? <laughs> 
How about that? Look here, man. And the audio when he's coming out of the jail, you can hear people being like, Uncle Kells, R. Kelly, what up? Hey, Uncle Kells, what up? I'm like, is this real life, man? Like, why are y'all excited to see this fool get out of jail? I don't understand that. Like, I, I can't wrap my mind around the concept of people being hyped for this fool getting out of jail. I don't know, man. Like, that's crazy to me. And then somebody posts bail. She put up a hundred grand as a young lady who owns a restaurant and get this a child a Christian child daycare. She put up the uh, R. Kelly trying to get a job there at the at the <laughs> restaurant or the daycare at the daycare. Why not the restaurant? What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> What's your thought? Just I mean I know your thoughts, man. But just I don't. I have, mean the five hundred thousand. I don't. I don't really have nothing for that, man. I okay. mean it's. It's a goddamn shame. That's all I can say. I mean, the man, regardless of how sick of an individual he is, right? How does he not have a hundred thousand dollars to post his own bill? Because he stayed in there uh, overnight, so yep. he could have gotten out one day. He ended up having to stay longer because he didn't have the funds to get out. Someone of his stature should definitely have some money to get out of jail. Like Spool said, man, like I was just under the impression that he would have had ownership for something to that would be able to generate funds for him still even, even without having ownership of his of his uh music and stuff he mm-hmm. should have something some, somewhere something somewhere yeah a royalty check or two something yeah mm-hmm. I don't know man him and Jussie's having a bad <laughs> fucking time in Chicago it was funny I think Questlove tweeted um I think it was when all this stuff started. It said, it said Chicago's burning or something. Like that. <laughs> and everybody was like, no, nah, we're just cleansing. Man. You know, just, you know, getting people out of here that needed to be out of here. Whatever. So They still there. Or, we'll or, see, man. Know, they still. They, and <sighs> fun, they, Lone was talking about McDonald's, but he actually went to the Rock and Roll McDonald's after he got out. <laughs> this is true. I guess if you don't have any money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get that dollar menu, get you dollar right menu. now. He can he can download the app. It might be a a free fry and a coupon or something. Who wants to buy R. Kelly a double cheeseburger? <laughs> hey, maybe, maybe he's got a can, maybe he's got something set up with McDonald's. He knew somebody who was working. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the crazy That's not funny. <laughs> it's 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 not the crazy. The crazy yeah. thing is they said that uh when the sprinter pulled up. There were people that were trying to, you know, beat on the windows, trying to get autographs and all that type of stuff. I'm like, I just don't understand that. That boggles my mind that people it are still very, it's, it's It is very interesting. You know, it's like from a, like a psychological standpoint, like yes, how, you know, it's this weird type of loyalty. Yep. You know, to where the, the feelings that, that people have over like somebody's music yeah, from where they're from has over the f- things that they've done. You know, like, I don't know. It's just interesting to me. I can't put in. I think you... So, I've had this discussion with some other people, but... So, you guys know James Brown was... I guess he did some pretty foul stuff. For sure. Yep. A lot of artists from that era, actually. Yeah. Yep. So, what do you think of them? I think it's one of those things where... They fall into similar categories. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the main difference between then and now is that um, 
most of those artists are no longer putting out music are no longer doing things in the public eye yeah. or have passed on or right. something like that. So it it becomes one of those things where it's like, okay, we missed that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like we are in the moment now. So we yeah. can, we can see this in real time. Um, we can choose what we do in real time, you know, so we can choose whether we support R. Kelly in his next endeavor now. Sure. You can choose whether you go and buy a James Brown record, but it's going to be, you know, like in the used record bin or unless it's like a record label, you know, re-releasing his stuff or something like that. So it's it's a little bit different. I don't know. It's kind of hard to compare, in my opinion. That makes sense. I can see that. I guess it depends on, um, I guess, how how deep that principle runs, you know what I mean? Sure. Or whatever. And or how I about video footage? Yeah. What's that? that? How about video video footage? Well, there's actually a couple tapes in possession um, yeah. by the uh, Chicago police department. I heard that about that. New shit. Yeah. New, That's new. new shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Ain't even came out yet. I think you can still like. Uh, here's the thing. I think maybe you still can like R. Kelly's music and James Brown's music and all that, regardless of their relevance. To your point, maybe, but still condemn the things they did. I think that's the that's the argument, though. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's, and I think going and bailing him out, unless that's like the church he goes to and has done a lot for that. I mean, that's you know, like, I don't know. I, and what know, I was, and what I meant by the McDonald's thing was like he knows somebody that works at McDonald's, like he would get a hookup. That's what I was meant. So I thought. Is it? I don't think you had to clear that up. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure that I don't know if anybody caught that it's joke. Okay. I thought it was funny. You can go both ways. You can go both ways, buddy. He's got a, he's got the hookup. This yeah. is what I'm gonna do uh, as a DJ. I'm about to I'm about to take all R. Kelly's songs and just take the instrumentals. Yeah. And turn them into new songs. Just so oh, I can play wow. the instrumentals. Is that fair? Is that cool? Can I? I do don't that? know, man. Does it get paid off? Jay Moore is, is that acceptable? Yeah. Is that acceptable, Jay Moore? It's still. <laughs> okay, never mind. It's 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 uh, <laughs> we we've kind of talked about this in the past <laughs> with have, with, yeah. with other things. You know, yeah. I you know I I more so stand on the side of um, leaning towards you know like not supporting it. I can't support it. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but at the same time, like, what is said person doing to? Are they being accountable for the for the stuff they're doing? And like, it really just comes down to accountability, mm-hmm. right? To, to an extent, you know, like, is he trying to make amends? Is he, you know, like he's done a lot of shit, like a lot of well, shit like it's for been going decades, on for a long time. Yeah. So how does how, how do we quantify somebody like R. Kelly making amends? You know what I mean? Because he doesn't give a fuck at this point. Exactly. At all. So like at, at that all. point, it's like fuck R. Kelly. Yeah. You know, and you know he made a lot of good music, and people are still going to play it. People are still going to listen to it. I just choose not to because I just don't want to. I don't know. It just doesn't. I just don't feel clean. Hide your kids, all of them. No need to say hide your wife. Mm. Well, because they Cause don't get too old. I see what you did. There. You took it where I was yeah, going. I, see but, yeah. Yeah. I actually saw a post that said they compared. Someone compared his GoFundMe. Uh, being taken down to the one that was put up for, I think it was Zimmerman was the example, mm-hmm. and that one not being taken down. I'm like, why let, are we? Let, why are we doing this? Here's, an, always yeah. here's another question. 
Here's another interesting question. You want to say something, Terry? No, I just I don't understand why every time something happens, we always got to compare it to something else. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the culture. That we shit live is in. just crazy. But go ahead, my bad. Uh, so speaking about comparisons, um, not really. I was just felt like trying to say, um, <laughs> if <laughs> is everything that he's been like uh, accused of. I didn't watch. There's like a documentary on it too, right? The surviving yeah, R. Kelly. Surviving R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. Was everybody underage? Or were there people of age? No, nah, there were some people of age. Okay. In his sex cult. Yeah. It was one chick. Did they start out? She was so scared of the, the black room, whatever, because of things she had to do in there. You went in there on your own recognizance. You know what I'm saying? So were they. But they when they started and they went over there, and the, originally they were of age as well, too, yes. right? Yeah. Okay. So it could technically be hide your wife as well. That's my point. Mm. Oh, that's a good okay. point. Well, that's a great point. <laughs> Hide everyone. Just, just cover. <laughs> just, just don't just let anyone out. Yeah. I wonder where. I mean, you got to wonder where the money goes, though. Like, if he doesn't that's, have money, like he's a highly successful artist. He buys a lot extremely of, successful. A lot of happy meals. Like, does he have a lot of <laughs> secret? On, you know, man. he's got secret rooms and stuff. Not and if like, Susan's working because he gets, <laughs> gets them for free. <laughs> <laughs> He's had the whole collection of California raisins. The what? Yeah. The whole collection of California raisins. <laughs> Forever. Actually, that was at Hardy's, I thought. Yeah. All right. I was on. with you, though. That was with Hardy's. I had like, yeah. Part of me just wonders, like, how much money did he spend on like creating secret rooms in his house that yeah. still have people <laughs> trapped in <laughs> That's what he spent. <laughs> Brothels. Like you have... <laughs> Guys got two hundred and ten million dollars worth of trapdoors and <laughs> secret rooms in his. He in got his a home. house like Dude on Slice. Have y'all seen that? Uh-uh. Nah, I ain't seen it. It's that. like the. It's in the Unbreakable series. Okay, so split? Unbreakable split. That's what I meant. I said Slice, didn't I? Yeah, you sure did. <laughs> I don't know what Split is either. It's uh, uh so, but that was like <laughs> that was like an abandoned place. Yeah, part of a zoo. Yeah. So yeah, R. Kelly has one of those. Two hundred ten million dollars <laughs> in trapdoors. Yeah, I mean, st- still, still could be expensive. You know, depending yeah. on what type of metal you're using. You this know. this crazy uh, <laughs> this crazy dude. He was like a doctor in Chicago Yo. back in, I think it was the late 1800s or early 1900s. She's so fine. He did that. He he had like a I'm house sorry. and yeah, uh, but you know he owned like this large home and uh, turned it into this like crazy. Dungeon with trap doors. He was a serial killer. Damn. H or yeah, H H Holmes. And that was in Chicago as well. It was yeah. Back the hell is going on Damn, in Chicago? Man, that's crazy. Chicago's could, been wild forever. Bro, R Kelly could have secret tunnels to different areas, and see, he could be. He like, is the El Chapo of. He could be like Batman. Sick motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. El Chapo of sick sick motherfuckers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty bad, man. That is Put a lot bad. of bread into those. Could be. Yeah. I like how you said still trapped. So we never know. How about the fact that him and him and uh, Jesse Smollett, whatever the hell his name is, <laughs> <laughs> the way you said Smollett, 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 Smollett. lying ass. That's Smollett. <laughs> they both got locked up, and they took their picture in front of the same fucking wall. How yeah. about that? I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> how about that? His lying ass. His line, line. We, we haven't even talked about his dumb ass. Uh, that's some dumb shit. Yeah, I'm glad we didn't because when it first came out, you know, he was like, "Damn, he got beat up." Yeah, but some, I think it was something in all of our spirit that was kind of like, I don't know. "This don't really make sense." Mm-hmm. 
Let's wait this one out. Yeah. Have to say we came out on top of that one, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> we did. Good yeah. job. He was on. He was on some. We didn't fall for the bait. Bullshit. I think we it's because his name is Jesse. How about? Yeah. How about he caught himself the gay Tupac though? Yeah. I didn't see the video. Is there video of that? I didn't see the video. There, I just there is. There's it. audio too. He said, wow. "I fought back." What? The gay Tupac. Come on, man. Oh. Oh, you're just a gay liar. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he. <laughs> and that will be the title of this episode. <laughs> you're just a gay liar. Yeah, that Tupac. That's it's not a good look, fam. It's not at all. Oh, <sighs> anyway, get him up out of here. Get him way up out of here. Get the hell out. Well, you know what? It's crazy because I just seen this today. Actually, mm-hmm. Fifty Cent said that he would, if he goes to rehab because mm-hmm. whatever the hell is wrong with him to come up with some shit like that because he got f- let go from Empire for the rest of the season. Right. But 50 Cent put out there that if he goes to rehab and gets himself together, he'll actually pay him $100,000 for an episode, well, for each episode he's in. Damn. Yeah, so. Usually 50 is uh, like trolling and shit. Hold so. up, get help for what? Well, he's trying to say that he was uh, on some kind of drugs or some shit or something or another. I don't know. I I haven't been following it real close. But now he's trying to say that that may have influenced him to be on one. I don't know. I see. So he just, no, he got caught. Yep. Good old Justice. This is the episode where That's what my intuition caught. tells me. <laughs> my intuition could be wrong, but. Well, I know that boy... His old folks say that boy lying. That boy lying. That boy lying. All right, man. Let's talk a little music. Roar. Uh, Spent the Western job the joint called the All, produced by Ninth Wonders Soul, Soul Council. We got a chance to listen to that um, while we were rocking um, the culinary experience with skits. I actually like this joint, man. Good solid production. I think it's consistent. Um, they can still rap. Rick Ross is on there. Raekwon was on there, from what I heard. Um, Rhapsody. Rhapsody's on there. Heather Victoria. Yep. So I think that's dope that Ninth could get with. Is it Jamla? Is that a Jamla album? Well, it's it's a Soul Council thing. So Soul okay. Council, a lot of the producers are kind of loosely associated with Jamla. Gotcha. Yeah, so, so I think that's dope for, I give Ninth P's also for putting his producers in the position to be able to, you know, lace that album. Because Smith & Wesson, like, they, they legendary. So for them to be able to lace them and it actually come out, come out, to come out pretty good, that's a good look. Mm-hmm. That's a good look. It's a solid album. Yeah, I thought it was solid. Yeah, um, I liked it. I'm trying to. Did you guys have any thoughts about it when we listen to it before I go to the next one? Or I don't think I think I had left by the time I started okay. listening to cool. it. Cool. Suppose did you you got a chance to peep a little bit or any more since we uh, since this weekend? Um, no. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Nope. It's dope though. I think you rock with it. I would suggest it. Y'all give it a spin. See what you think. Daylight's um, coming back. Daylight. So they say. So they say. One uh, one Pete Rock, one Primo, right? That's what they're saying, yeah. I'm here for that, personally. Absolutely. Definitely. I'm curious. I don't know if it's going to happen. I don't want to get gassed, but yeah, I will be here for that. because we're still waiting on that Nas Primo album. But Man. Yeah. Don't even get me started on that. That would be amazing. Uh, Daylight was in the news today, actually. Um, you know, they've had such a battle up... I don't know, uphill battle with their past music because yeah. of co- copyrights with Sample. the samples on, mm-hmm. their, on yeah. their album. 
which is why their last album they had all, they sampled from all live instrumentation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and because they've been so they've been battling to try to get their uh, like stakes as high. Is that the name of the album? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, you Damn know, good and album, all, by the way. And, yeah, three feet and, high and rising's got a ton. Prince Paul did a lot of that one. He samples a lot. Like, so is the grind date the only one that's like on social or on the streaming platforms? I wonder. I wonder. Oh, they dropped all of them a f- couple times. Well, they, they gave them out dropped, for free. Yeah, gave them out for free. Yeah, yeah. I, think I remember I that. Yeah, like like balloon, balloon, happened. balloon mind state. Yeah, yeah. I definitely snatched all those up when that happened. Mm-hmm. But uh, bong, bong. um. Yeah, so they're they're in the news not only for the primo Pete Rock thing, but also for that. I think that they've been battling to try to get their, but I don't think it turned out well. They so. got some great material, man. They got some great material. That early stuff, especially like, they got some dope. The interesting dope thing shit. is that they're like the only group that I can think of that has ran into such major issues right. with this. Yeah, you know, from that era, like major, like. That I can think of, like is, is yeah, there... people were saying. When you like say major, so help, so quanti- help quantify that. So I mean, we all we all know about sampling laws, I guess, or a lot of us do, or to to an extent. And so, what have they faced that? Did they just not clear their samples? Were there things uh, that they know. didn't do? Do you know? Okay. I honestly, I think don't what know. happened was, I think there's um, a label. They thing are kind of the uh, one of the poster child for. Once sampling became, well, once the artists became, the other artists that were being sampled mm-hmm. start finding out about hip hop yep. or whatnot and start coming for the royalties mm-hmm. for them sampling their music. I think that's what happened with them. Um, did something like that happen with the Beastie Boys as well? Could I'm, maybe? I'm not, I'm not sure. Could you, are you talking to, about other? Hip hop cats coming to them, or are you talking about like no. old funk and soul musicians? Yeah, yeah. whoever yeah, yeah. they okay. sampled. Yeah, and I think that's when they ran into that problem. Oh yeah, and yeah. They haven't been able to. I mean, a lot of that's the thing. A lot of artists have have run into it over the years. I mean, there was there was a time when there weren't necessarily laws, and they they literally right. had to create all this stuff. And it's, mm-hmm. I think it's changed and morphed over time. But um, how much bread James Brown would have? Man. I'm it's sure crazy, his man. estate is still worth a ton of money. It still gets paid. Yeah. Like, he's the most sampled artist in hip-hop. Well, you know how every once in a while a, a lawsuit will pop up out of nowhere where an artist is suing someone for sampling their work? Yep. And it's right. like from a long time ago. It's because yeah. it was never cleared, mm-hmm. and no one knew yep. until... Until they did, there was right. an episode of Sopranos one time where this guy, the Tony Soprano, was dealing with um, uh, some dude uh, who was in the music business, mm-hmm. and the dude in the music business was trying to sign away an artist from Tony's buddy or something like this. So uh, Tony and they basically found out that you know this music producer had sampled an old song back in the day and said, "Well, if uh, if you do try to take this artist from us." Just so you know, we know that you sampled such and such song from Man. such and such label, and you know this year, and you know, and basically took care of the situation. Yeah. So, the the interesting part is that uh, it almost seems like their music's being held hostage. So, like this, the part of the sampling is is not just like paying the owners of it; you also have to get permission 
like from all the parties involved that, that you can do that. So it's not just a money thing. Mm-hmm. So there, there maybe there's another angle of somebody who's just like, no. That's why a lot of people started dropping mixtapes as well yep. because they could get away with dropping stuff. Well, with they other thought artists. they could. Well, they exactly. They can't monetize it, but they can still tour off of it, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And technically, that's the, technically, they can't is the thing because they're still using. Look at Mac Miller, right? Mm-hmm. So Mac Miller got sued by what? Who was it? Lord Finesse, I believe just for rocking over his beat that he did for free, shot a video for for it, for it, didn't monetize it at all. He got sued for that and lost. I, well, he I think he ended up just paying Lord, I think it was Lord Finesse, and he ended up paying him for that. Yeah, it was Lord mm-hmm. Finesse. And um, so that was just for going over his beat. Now, samples, is, the mixtape thing is interesting because it's still, there's still a, there's still a right. Like, people still have, own their material. Mm-hmm. So if you take my material and you go and use it in a different type of way, you're still using stuff that I own or whoever owns it. So there's just because you're not monetizing off of it doesn't necessarily mean that you're not like breaking a law. Right. So, but, but it was a way for a long time where a lot of artists was like, Oh yeah, we can just put mixtapes out and not sell it and it'd be all right. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is like if you rap over somebody else's beat, like, you're supposed to pay him. Yeah. You know, if you, if you, you know, that's like, that's literally performance royalties, I believe. Yeah. It's like so, uh, Drake just dropped his album again. Yeah. Like a week or so ago. And he finally got all those clearances in order to redrop the, uh, the mixtape. Because when it first came out, he had a lot of, uh, beats that he rapped over Kanye West being one of them. And once it came out to where they were selling it, he had to remove all of those off of the project. So now, just recently, they've added all of those back. I, see. I think uh, that's the remaster joint. Uh, yeah. So uh, I believe Wiz Khalifa went through the same thing with uh, Cushion the Orange Juice. Yeah, great so mistake. He, definitely. When he re-released it, even up till now, there's still songs that are missing off of that that were on there previously. If you see it on um, certain streaming services, like they'll, to your point, I've noticed there are some albums that have joints that are grayed out. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm saying, so there that might be you know might be whatever issue it is. There are I've seen plenty of projects that have three of the fifteen joints grayed out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying copyright's a very interesting thing. It's, it's yeah, a very that interesting piff was thing. thriving back then. Yeah, man, it's still around, but it's not not what it used to be. Nah, yeah, See, that's there's like we you know we know in terms of the layers uh, from a sampler standpoint. Like if you think about just from a from a producer standpoint of feeling someone like an artist, like the homie Slot A was talking about how he searched himself one time and found out there were so many people that had joints, quote-unquote, produced by Slot A. Right. You know what I'm saying? That were floating around. He just, from his instrumental projects, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the other side of it. It's kind of flipping it around, but it's the same concept. Like, people are out here rocking on his joints and, and saying that he produced it. As a producer and as an artist, like, your credit is everything. Right. Like that's what you work for. So when somebody's rock going around saying, yeah, produced by longevity and he's never spoken to him ever. Like, right. That's whack. You know what I'm saying? So it's just tough, man, with the Internet now and everybody having access to anything, everything. It's crazy. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to actually piggyback off of that. What about um, just access? It's interesting now because you actually have access to people 
I think right. more so than you used to. You yep. know what I mean? Like you don't know how the hell to get in touch with Nas back in nineteen ninety five. You True. know what I mean? Unless you knew Search some people. Publishing. Yeah. I well see I see you. I see you. The common man like myself <laughs> didn't know how to get you know what I mean? And uh but nowadays, you know, it's very easy. I mean every very popular artist I've noticed, um, you know, whenever I am on Twitter still have like I would always say relatively popular artists will still have their Gmail <laughs> yeah. for book. You know what I mean? Like a, yeah. an email to hit. So, I mean, there's, to Mike, to your point, not only is the music and all that available, but the the access to the people themselves or the people around them is there more so now, too. So. I, th- I think a lot of that is, 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 is the angle of the... There are less hoops people have to like run into anymore to yeah. like do the stuff. So if a producer's out there just making beats or a rapper's like, "Hey, I found this beat. Cool." They're not even thinking about that. You know, yeah. like oh. they they don't they're not even they're not coming up under tutelage of people that have done it before. They're just winging it with their friends, you know, and doing stuff a lot of times. So Slot Slot stories, he said that he walked into some venue Yeah. that he was at and somebody was literally rapping over one of his beat tapes. Yeah. I was like, "Whoa, that's crazy." Yeah, and to your point about people, how artists come up or producers come up, when we first started, there was somewhat of a protocol to be like, yo, I found this beat online. Let me reach out to the producer and yeah. see what you know he or she thinks about me rocking over it. Yep. Let me rock over it and email it to them and see what they say first and this is before like a you decade. put it out. This right. is like a decade. I did this my Sessions mixtape in 2008 or nine, and I reached out to every producer on the project. Right. Every single one. I was like, hey, I did this joint. Do you like it? Can I put it out? If not, cool. Yeah. Disrespect thing. You know, and it's just it's just weird, you know, like. But one thing I absolutely wouldn't do would be like steal somebody's beat and then also say produced by. Like, oh, man. That's like. That's awful. That's, that's called beat <laughs> jacking. Stealing. You could say man. jacked from this person. I would actually be. I would feel okay if you said if you stole my. Don't steal my beats. But Please. I would be. But I wouldn't be as upset if you just said beat jacked by from longevity at least i know you know that we didn't work together and you yeah. took my material or something yeah. like but don't say produced by that that assumes that i uh, co-sign everything that you're no, doing it seems you guys shit. actually work together yeah yeah, yeah. Like, perception mm. is everything they're like oh he's working with longevity no he's I not wonder, <laughs> i wonder who got paid i have a song by the way Cube. featuring raekwon Ghostface killer yeah they weren't there but they had <laughs> the song but yeah awesome go ahead terry i'm sorry i wonder uh like the Ice Cube track, Jacking for Beats. Mm-hmm. I wonder how he got paid off that, or if man, because it's a whole bunch of beats smashed together. Yes, That's including a good point. NWA shit. True. Yeah, you know where they were at. Exactly. I'm pretty sure it's fine because the Bomb Squad produced that, right? I'm not sure if they produced the like because there's a lot of snippets of other beats in there. Yeah, but I'm sure they probably produced those beats for NWA. No, the 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 PE beats in in Jacking for Beats. He's well, I'm sure they did squad. those, right, but right, there's right. like I'm saying they didn't have to probably clear those. Yeah, no, I'm sure they didn't clear those, but like there's uh, beats from like Parliament Funkadelic right, in there. There's yeah. NWA beats in there. Well, I mean, it's tricky, uh, dude. I mean, like to Sean's point, if you clear them, that's what I'm saying. Fine. I don't I think. I people, wonder if they did get cleared though. That's a lot. I'm of I'm sure beats. NWA is not clearing a beat for Ice Cube to talk shit about them. Right. No, right. I feel you. Um, but I, uh, that's tough. Sometimes you're not dealing with NWA. You know what I'm saying? Or like the, the, the label directly, but in your, your case, yeah, that probably wouldn't have, that wouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go for it. That's a lot of, if you, to your point, that's a lot of joints, a lot of shit. Shock G and yep. digital underground. Yep. 
it wasn't it kind of an art. I mean, you guys are you two as producers, but my understanding of just being around a lot of producers and hip is like it used to at least be kind of a thing where like you would find something dope, but you would almost want to use it in a way or um, not, not obvious. Dis- yeah. Yeah. Is that yeah. still a thing with producers? Yeah. I mean, it just depends. There's so many producers now, you know, producers use sample packs a lot more now, which was used to be completely frowned at. I remember that, yeah. Um, but I actually know. seen a um, a genius like on YouTube. There's a genius video channel, the uh, website or whatnot, mm-hmm. and they do producer songs. So somebody was making, uh, I want to say it was Uzi Vert's track, mm-hmm. and they were using the Illmind drum kit on there because he was talking yeah. about that's where yeah. he got the. Yeah. yeah, he's got plenty drum kits and stuff like that. I mean, I have tons. I, I have. Nine ill mind drum kits, you know, Jake one kits. I have, uh, I, I mean, we both do, yeah. you know, like some producers put stuff out. It's, it's like, yo, that's dope. There's yeah. a Knott's kit, our uh, kit as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, hell, I have kits out, so I mean, it's just, uh, but those are those are royalty free, you know, yeah. you can use them. And drums are a little bit different than like sounds, sounds you yeah. know what I mean, like, like a guitar, taking melodies a or something. Riff or so, yeah, it's a spool's point about the you know, how you go about. The, the production aspect of chopping it up you want to try to make it different like we used to I, that was the that was the whole point I want to flip it so and that's it's nowhere key. near that's you guys key. ever heard something and said I want to get one of my buddies that knows how to play that instrument to play it oh yeah absolutely yeah, I, did, I did one of those on Love Redefined that's cool. uh, the joint of my friend I had Ted Somerville come over and replay the entire guitar part yeah. that's cool because so. that guarantees a difference for the most part. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I mean, it's not yeah. going to be yeah. the same. So we've done it a few times, but... Yeah. yeah. Makes makes for the makes the project or the, the record that much better. Warden. So shout out to Collab. And the, we had some other records. Uh, I, I, I can just throw them out there yeah, real quick. Real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can find these these specific ones on the Bringing Down the Band YouTube where you might be watching us if you just browse around. Um, yes, sir. But... Uh, a Clear Soul Forces dropped still brand new project from those Detroit Cats. It's a pretty good one. Elegant uh, is a producer. Um, he made his debut with Mellow Music Group uh, with a Blessing in uh, Disguise. Um, Water from Chicago put so out a project with, with Pharma Beats called uh, The Dispensary. Funky DL put out Half Jazz, Half Amazing. Static Selector put out his very first instrumental project called Mahalo. Um, it's like a whole the Hawaiian instrumentals. That's and, dope. Uh, that sounds that dope. Yeah. That and uh, Tensei, or Tensei, Tensei. Do you know Tensei? I can't. I always forget how to say his yeah. name. He's from Chicago, but he put out Constellate in late January, and we just put that up as well, which is a pretty dope project. But what about Lil lots Pump? of new music? I'm sorry. What about Lil Pump? I heard about Harvard graduate. Oh. Yeah. Or dropout, whatever the hell. I don't know. That's good, cool. Good for him. Yeah. So I think yeah. that <laughs> I think that's gonna do it. I love it when the music just comes yes. in. Yes. For for this episode, shout out to Longevity DJ J Diff, DJ Spools, I am Major Seven. Make sure y'all check us out. Shout out to sponsors as well: Coleman Dental, Printfinity, BringingDownTheBand.com, and Indie CD and Vinyl. Shout out to No Bad Ideas as well. And we will see y'all next week. Peace. Peace. Patreon.com/slash/NewOldHeads. Bong right. bong.